another informational resource from UK Healthcare. This is UK HealthCast, featuring conversations with our physicians and other healthcare providers. The holidays are a time to bring families together, and a lot of us have some of our best memories of these times while cooking together and creating traditions. My guest today is registered nurse Sherry Hannon, the coordinator at Safe Kids Fayette County Program, who will give us some tips on the best and safest ways to cook with small or large crowds and little ones. Thank you so much for being here, Sherry. Thank you for having me. Sure. What are some benefits to families cooking together during the holidays? Well, I think, it, like you said earlier, it just creates memories. I know my children always did cookie baking with their grandmother, and that was something they did till they were probably in their early 20s. So I think around the holidays, especially when we are doing family meals, having family time, maybe spending time with relatives from out of town, just being in the kitchen together is just that hub of, of family togetherness and laughing and talking and sharing. And don't you notice, maybe even with your own kids, now that they're in their 20s or 30s, they do it with their friends now, like in college. My son's in college, and yeah, yeah, their roommates bake together, you know, during the holidays. Exactly, a Friendsgiving. Yeah, exactly. So what's the best way to get your family members to cook together? Well, you can do something like everybody bring a dish to the to the meal, but it's always really fun to get together and do some of that meal prep together, even the night before to prepare casseroles or do some of the chopping and things like that. Again, just talking and bonding over the meal. And then when you sit down together, it feels like it's some, everyone has contributed to it. If you have young or first-time cooks joining you, it's always fun. What are some of the most important things to impress upon them? Well, of course, safety is the most important thing. The kitchen can be a very dangerous place for kids. So making sure that you've kind of made sure that your your kitchen is a safe place, that if you're allowing children to be in the kitchen with you, that you are adequately supervising, you're watching them do, you know, whatever it is that you're allowing. Maybe that's measuring something or stirring something, maybe for older kids getting something out of the oven. Just making sure that even though everyone's busy, that if kids are in the kitchen, and they're participating, that they're actively supervised and being watched. And then if they just happen to be around and not really contributing to the work of preparing the food, etc., you need to have that kind of a kid-free zone where no one could trip over a kid playing in the floor or something could be spilled onto the child and they'd be injured. So just kind of thinking about what, what the roles are while you're in the kitchen. I always think if it's possible, it's a good idea to have one-on-one, like for each child there's an adult supervisor and they don't know it but you just say okay you watch this one you watch that one if it's possible yes I mean absolutely that would be the best case scenario hopefully with kids that are interested in being in the kitchen they've maybe been in the kitchen before and they kind of have had some experiences but making whatever activity that they are being involved in that it's age appropriate like you wouldn't want six-year-old maybe getting something out of the oven like you would maybe a 13 or 14 year old so making sure that it's their age appropriate task so that the child can actually master the skill understand how to do it, understand some of the the safety involved in it. When it comes to safety, we touched upon it a little bit, but what about when you have large groups cooking together? What's the main safety concern there? Well, again, just making sure that sometimes all that chaos 
some of the, the things in the kitchen that are really important to be aware of, like a hot stove, where things are being placed. Like if it's a gas stove, you wouldn't want a dish towel thrown nearby where you know it could catch fire. Making sure that anything that is filled is quickly cleaned up so no one falls. And things that are sharp, like knives, that those are you know put into appropriate safe places and maybe not just thrown into a sink with water where the next person could put their hand in and, mm-hmm. and get cut. Yeah, maybe there should be maybe there should be certain jobs assigned to people before you start cooking. Like you're the dishwasher, you're the safety monitor. Oh, and there's yes. all different ages. What about step yes. stools for little ones? Is that a good idea? Well, there are special made step stools for kitchen that kind of have like sides that are built in so the, the child there can't fall, like, almost like handrails almost, big platforms where it's not just a small stool. But that if you don't have something like that, making sure that it is a stool that is not wobbly, the child can't fall off of, that maybe someone, you know, actually has hands on the child so that they don't accidentally move wrong and fall off. Kids can't reach counters typically, very young ones, and they can do some things like stir or pour or help measure ingredients. So they have to learn, they they want to learn, and practice makes perfect. So we need to just be thoughtful about how we're introducing kids into the act of cooking and meal prep and making sure that it's just done very safely. You mentioned meal prep. I know when I bake, I put everything I need out the night before. It makes it so much faster the next day. Is that a good idea for large groups to have just everything at a station that you'll need out? Well, that that probably would be a, a good use of your time to have all your ingredients assembled, that you've actually taken time to read through recipes to, so that as things, step one, step two, things happen pretty quickly sometimes in recipes. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're ready to go with the next step. So, you know, maybe cutting the celery, the, the onions, all of those things the night before, storing them in the refrigerator, doing anything with assembly of casseroles and, and things like that that you would want to place in the refrigerator and just get out the the day of and, and put in the oven. So it's just kind of really planning, thinking through your menu, what needs to be done, what can be done early. You always want to think about sanitation. You always want to think about food safety, those types of things as well when you're planning a big meal for a lot of people. When it comes to cooking with little ones, what do you think is the best thing to make with them? Baked goods, maybe, or something else? What's the simplest? Well, some of the very simple things that you can do is just some things that maybe, like if you're making, I make something up like cookies. They can help measure ingredients. They can stir ingredients. They can take the, the dollop of cookie dough onto a cookie sheet. And then just the adult take over with putting something into the oven and back out, just so that they're they're being involved and they're being able to see how they contribute it to the, the food that they're getting ready to eat. But again, making sure that we're allowing children to do in the kitchen, that they are are developmentally appropriate skills. We're not letting a very young child have a sharp knife. Maybe to learn some knife skills, we would start with that butter knife or cutting butter or something else. Does your family have a tradition that you cook a certain dish together during the holidays? 
Well, we typically, especially thinking about Thanksgiving, we kind of have what we call a brine party because we brine our turkey. Fun. So we have the kids come over and we get the turkey already with the with the brine. And then we start making some casseroles, so our broccoli casserole and our sweet potato casserole. And that's where my kids have really learned how to be cooks in the kitchen is that they were always in some of that, putting the meal together. And then, of course, you know, that's one of their favorite meals all year. So something that they enjoy doing. So it, it does. It just teaches you how to cook and when they have their own families and next generation takes over hopefully they have learned some of those good safe skills for the kitchen right speaking of the next generation my sister always had a gingerbread house decorating day with uh, the whole neighborhood and they did it for years until they grew up and now their kids are doing it anyway what would you like people to take from this sherry well i just think you know making the adults good role models if you're cooking you never leave the kitchen while you have something on the stove setting timers making sure that you're using the pot holders and keeping kids away from hot things like not just the stove but maybe a hot crock pot or an air fryer so just again always teaching as you're doing things and and as kids are observing that you're doing everything in a safe manner they're constantly observing and you're teaching whether that this is a spatula, this is a slotted spoon. It's good math skills when your kids half a recipe, double a recipe, you know, how to do that math. So there's just a lot of things to learn in the kitchen. And I think being together and knowing that that you're making those memories bonding over just the the act of preparing a food to sit down and eat together. I, I think that is just one of the special things that families can do. And As a registered nurse, what is the most common accident you see during the holidays while people are cooking? Well, when people come burns in. is a big one. Burns are a big one where you've touched a hot rack in the oven or something has spilled. So again, handles to the back, cords, you know, not allowed to dangle. And even like soups or coffee, things are, are away from the edge of the table. So kids can't knock them off and have some of those bad scald burns. Cuts from a knife. So just making sure, again, that things super sharp is for a much older child, those really sharp kitchen items. And that could even be like a vegetable peeler or something that kids are actually able to use those things correctly and that you are actually willing to commit to the time of of watching to make sure that the kids are doing something in a safe manner. But burns and cuts, maybe slips and falls if something, if someone spills and it doesn't get cleaned up right away, ice and things like that, that someone could trip. So those are some typical ones that, that happen more often around the holidays associated with the kitchen injury. Sherry, thank you so much for these useful ideas and tips to make cooking as a family during the holidays a fun experience and not a stressful one. Well, thank you, and I hope everyone has happy holidays. You as well. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky HealthCare. For more information, ukhealthcare.uky.edu slash safe-kids-fayette-county. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all of the other University of Kentucky HealthCare podcasts. I'm Maggie McKay. Thanks so much for listening.